This is the Douglas Robin Show. Welcome everyone to Douglas Robin's Den of Discussion number 21, Fear or Freedom? This is probably one of the most um, subjects that uh, both sides of the same coin. We struggle with fear or pain, and yet we crave the freedom. You know, we think if we had uh, money, we'd be free, or if we had a new car, we'd be free, or if this boss wasn't my boss anymore, we'd be free. But that's not true. It often comes down to the belief systems we have. Not so much what happens externally, but what happens internally allows us to, to take actions externally. Fear paralyzes us. Afraid of someone's judgment, afraid of a parent's judgment, afraid the world will laugh at us, afraid friends will laugh at us if we say X, Y, Z, or if we act different, or if we change. Fear can be absolutely devastating and debilitating. And yet that desire to be free remains. So how the hell do we resolve this? Let me tell you a story of long ago. So I, a couple things, and I'm just going to be deadly honest. When I was very young, I was afraid of the world. I was, I was hurt, whatever it was. I carried a lot of pain with me, even before I entered school, before I entered um, kindergarten. I was afraid of the kids, uh, you know, somehow knowing that I was afraid. And even though I was a pretty big kid, I was one, always one of the bigger kids around. I was deathly afraid of being called on, that I was wrong, that I would always be wrong. I always felt I'd be wrong. I carried this shame with me. When school plays and whatnot, you know, when you had to read at the front of the class, my heart was seizing, was beating so fast. I was sweating. I couldn't think straight. There was so much anxiety and fear. Because of what? Because of the idea that people would shame me, that I would fail, that I would cause myself more humiliation. And then I would feel worse and worse about myself. So it, it was a, a horrible place for me to be public speaking for a long time. And this fear can stop us from everything and anything we care about. When I was a little older, so I carried this pain with me, this fear, this pain, this shame. I never did great in school. I never trusted school. I always thought it was somehow out to get me, take advantage of me. And in some ways I was right. <laughs> um, everybody wanting to learn and be the same thing. Well, no, that's not what I wanted. 
but I was a little older. I think I've mentioned this once before in a, in a podcast, you know, in my teens. And I was an excellent baseball player. This was the one thing I held on to was baseball. And baseball was never about where would it get me? What would I get from it? It was never about the ego of must do X, must hit a home run, must be amazing. It was really about the pure love and pure joy that I felt. And because of that, that was the flowing freedom. I was flowing with the infinite. I was flowing with truth. I was flowing with ability. So I wasn't putting conditions on it as far as what it could be, what it should be, et cetera, et cetera. And I was excellent. I had mentioned maybe in, in a different podcast that the, the, the year before I had led in doubles, triples, and home runs, and I was an excellent first baseman. Nothing would get by me. So that was my, excuse me, safe space. But then I had people around me, coaches and other players, were now no longer about simply the beauty of it. Now it was, well, what can it do for us? We have to win. This one coach would scream all the time. And I, I even understood it then. He was, in a sense, trying to scream to win back a piece of himself that he had lost along the way. So maybe we could give him that vicariously. There were fights constantly. People just wanted to win, win, win. Uh, you lose. Everybody had temp temper tantrums. But that was not why I had played. And so I got lost in that as well. It became challenging for me. I did. It was a much larger field. I didn't know how to hit this. I had a much heavier bat. It was faster pitches. I didn't know how to adapt. I didn't know how to ask. So this fear from within began percolating, taking over my mind, taking over the concept I had of playing baseball, this pure, beautiful thing. And eventually, within a few months or a year or so, I walked away because of that pain, that shifting mindset that clouded out the beauty, clouded out the purity, clouded out that freedom. Because that freedom was the essence of who I was regarding baseball. And so now I carried more shame. I walked away from something I loved because of this new belief system that I wasn't good enough, that I would just, you know, do poorly again, or that, you know, all of a sudden I, I stunk when a year earlier I was excellent. So clearly something was off and it was me. The essence hadn't changed. The love was still there, buried now. I didn't trust it now. I didn't trust that freedom that had expressed itself through me. Now I trusted that shame and pain and the fears of the doubts the fears of I'm not good enough now, not, 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 you know, I don't have it anymore. And so that now replaced the freedom because I, I closed that door. And when we close the door to freedom, when we close the door to that infinite, when we close the door to the divine, that spark, that joy, that essence and flowing river, 
Well, what are we left with? Of course, we're left with darkness and pain and shame. We've pushed the good aside and brought in the muck, the muck of the mind. And then you have the brain that will go to town then. It will attack you. It will judge you relentlessly. It won't just judge you. It will claim that it's judging from other people's, oh, the, this friend is going to say this to you, and this other person is going to say that to you, and your parents are going to say this to you, and you're going to be terrible, and blah, blah, blah. The brain <clears throat> works from what it's given. It doesn't know beyond that. It isn't the spirit. It isn't the divine. It isn't the divine spark. It takes the emotions that you've created with thoughts and barks them back at you. So now you have your brain saying, you're not good enough. And here's an example because you did poorly this one day in baseball. And then it perpetuates and you get further away from the thing you love, no longer trusting yourself or this beauty. And now you're stuck with this voice, this nasty, condemning voice that creates, a, it's a self-perpetuating model of belief. And it's the same thing with girls that I had liked as that in that age. I didn't, I had feelings for them. I wanted this, you know, couple in particular, but I couldn't say, hey, do you want to go out? I was too afraid of my own emotions. I didn't trust my own emotions. The freedom would have been, yes, let me go ask. That's confidence. That's flowing. Flowing with what is in front of you. Flowing with the river. You don't control the river. You're on the river. So the freedom. So, so this is, before we get into the freedom portion, for most of my life, I've been trapped in shame and pain. Not good enough don't know how to do whatever, don't know how to ask for help. Even with writing, I'm often, you know, ah, where is it going? What's the point of it all, et cetera. Instead of just allowing the flowing beauty of it, the essence, that divine spark, that infinite to flow through, the mind will get in and say, well, what's the point? Who cares? What does it matter? Judgment, 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 condition. Con well, only if this happens, then that'll happen. That's a condition. It's a conditional mindset that there's no reality based in it. It's just the mind perpetuating its own thoughts, the psyche trying to control everything. But the problem is the psyche doesn't know crap. Doesn't know crap. I had something the other day that I thought my daughter was going to really give me a lot of trouble about. She wanted me to get something from the store, of course, like 10 things all with sugar in it. And I said no. And I came back with, you know, one thing. And she was like, oh, great, thank you. But my brain was playing this story, this narration of we're going to have a battle and I'll have to say this and it's going to go this way. Now, the brain doesn't know what it's talking about 99% of the time. It can do great things and figure things out. But when it doesn't have those type of tasks, industrious things, figure out how to get a man you know, to the moon or whatever, planning a trip, it'll It'll fall back upon itself. When you're trying to move forward and break through to new, a new reality, it wants you to hold on to the old because this is what it knows. This is where it's safe. So for years, 
of course the writing and I've had in my head, well, I'll be attacked if I say certain things or people will vilify me. There'll be noise. There'll be this, there'll be that. What if my children are at stake? These really horrible things. Fear. And I have no proof of any of this. Sure, people have been assassinated for certain things. But for the most part, you know, most people are not assassinated for what they're writing or doing. This is a paradigm of fear that my brain has created to be stuck within. This is not my essence. This is not my truth. This is not empowered self. This is stuck, stuck, stuck. When we keep looking to the pain for an answer, unless you can kind of unravel it and let it dissipate, it's just going to keep you stuck. So don't get trapped in it. Look at it from above. Look at it from afar and say, oh, what's going on over here? Why is this guy not moving forward? Why is this person trapped? So, but on the, the same and the same token, the desire to be free is there all the time. I've been working in insurance as a property adjuster for a number of years. I write and, I, and I, I'm a property adjuster. It's never a job I would have chosen. It was never like, ooh, mom, when I get older, I want to be a property adjuster. And it's fine for what it is. It pays the bills, etc. Is it from the infinite or from the finite? If I had been flowing in the infinite, I most likely would never have ended up as a property adjuster. But when you choose pain and doubts and all these horrible things, yeah, eventually that's you're going to be living a trapped life and playing some sort of role instead of this expanded self flowing on the river of the divine. When you close off from the love, that's what you're left with is the pain and the fears. And then you still want the freedom, but then that other part of your brain says, no, 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 you can't do that. That's scary. It's scary not being trapped. It's scary not being in a mind-made prison. It's only scary when you have the fears still. It's not scary when you embrace joy. Oh, my God, how wonderful does it feel? Joyous every day. It's wonderful. Right? But if things trigger you and you go kaboom all the time and you hold on to that pain and why this person, blah, 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 the world isn't going to change. You change. The world will constantly try to tell you who you should be. Well, that's the fear when you embrace that. And when you're a kid, that's often what happens. The world tells us who we should be. Okay. If we walked away from all that pain, uh, because of the pain. But the freedom is removing these thorns as they come. Letting them go as they come. You're a piece of crap. Okay. Not, not engaging. Ah, I'm not. I, I seek joy. I surrender this noise. I surrender. I release this noise. You know, as a saying, the, it's not comfortable going through it to release because it wasn't comfortable when it got stuck. But the freedom is through the discomfort. 
I used to do martial arts and still do to a point, but the instructor said, that's what a warrior does. There could be broken glass on this floor and that warrior is going to crawl across this floor and get to that other side. The, gra the glass, all the pain, all the doubts, all the little, little ideas that keep us stuck. The freedom that keeps calling. So you have the brain that's telling you you're shit, and then you have the freedom, this essence, this expanded self, this higher self, broader self, true self, still wants what it wants. So now you have this conflict of battle between the brain, the psyche, and the old shit emotions telling you're crap, and then you have the essence and the beauty saying you could do more, you can be more, you're wonderful, you're beautiful, you're all this. Bring your peace to the puzzle. Bring your best self to the world. Find that joy, find that freedom in the things you love, the people you love, the career, the interests that you love. But if the brain keeps stopping you, the emotions keep stopping you, the limiting beliefs keep stopping you, the old falsehoods of who you are because of these such and such events, some crap happened with your parents, some crap happened, whatever. They do not have to hold you forever. This happened, it sucked, but I want that piece of me back. Let it go. You forgive yourself, forgive them, whatever it might be. Let it go. Move through. Move through. Sometimes it takes a while to break these things up. The fear is saying, I can't do it. I suck. I suck. I suck. This person's going to attack me. I'm never going to make it. Blah, blah, blah. This is the mind. This is all crap. When you keep putting judgments on it, there is no judgment in freedom. It is simply flowing. The river flows. There's no judgment to or from the river. The freedom is allowing, is releasing, is honoring, is saying, what is the next step forward? What is my next step to a full heart? Had my heart closed probably most of my life because of this pain. Now, pain can also be a motivator, and it is right now because I don't I don't want it anymore. It's caused me enough pain and plagued me long enough, aided me. Try to think of it in in time, terms of joy. Even what's coming to you, they're all lessons. They're all lessons. I had one the other day at work. thought someone was trying to take advantage of me. And I built up most of it in my head. This person was, what they were after, blah, blah, blah. And I didn't handle it very well. I'll admit it. I was angry. I was ticked off. Touched a part of me that because I'm in this job and I did this and I chose this, this life. And had to let it go. Okay, I didn't do well after I had to let it go. Kind of was na a little nasty to the person. The freedom is is staying in the moment, staying in your, in a sense, best self as best you can in the moment, allowing these things to happen because life's going to keep happening no matter what. No matter what happens in your brain, you are not going to control life. You got to release yourself to find that inner peace.
peace, that inner joy. So the freedom comes then. It can come. The light can come the more you release the pain. But when we hold on to the pain by battling it or by hiding from it, the freedom has no place. That additional consciousness has no place because it's trapped in all these places of pain and suffering and the mind made prison. You should care more about what you think of someone than what you think they think of you. And ultimately what they think of you is through their own filters, through their own mind, through their own perception. You're not here for them. You're here for you. You're here to do you. I'm here to do me. And if we all actually did ourselves and brought our best selves forward, this world, this society, the world doesn't need us. Earth doesn't need us. Society would be a far different place. So what is the freedom in your heart that's your craving? Embrace that. And anytime the brain says no, release, release. Don't engage it. Don't let it pull you. Release, release, release. The pains, no, you're not good enough. Relief. Don't even argue with it. There's nothing to argue with. It doesn't know what it's talking about. It's like arguing with the most insane person on the planet, your brain. That psyche, that voice that's constantly bickering at you. Let it go. Bah, it's crap. You're garbage. Let it go. Let it go. Find love. Seek love. There is freedom in you in these trapped places, I guarantee it, because these same trapped places in me that I've been releasing, there is freedom in me. There's confidence. There's that light, that joy. Freedom is not like you don't have any troubles anymore. Nothing bad ever happens because you had an extra 20 bucks in your pocket or a million dollars or anything. You're still going to have you. But when you release these thorns, these emotional thorns, these emotional trappings, these wounds, what are you left with? The absence of that pain allows that flowing water, allows that light to enter these places that I guarantee haven't, hasn't been in in years because I know it hadn't been in me in years. And I, you know, I'm going to be 50 next year. How long am I going to hold on to this crap? Yeah, parents, this school person did this, whatever. Who gives a shit? Let it go. Because if not, you're just trapped yourself. They've moved on. You know, at the end of life, I was just reading a great book, uh, Michael Singer's The Untethered Soul. Brilliant. Very insightful. And he, he has a section about death. And so death comes at the end in this one example. And the person says, no, 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 I need another week. And death says, well, what do you need another week for? What have you done with the last year or five years or 10 years? You don't need another week if that's how you've lived. So look, people, we're all trying here. Our best is not holding on to the pain, though. When we say we, we tried our best, it's crap. Only try our best when we move through this stuff and I know it's very difficult, painful, ugly.
but it's not going to change. It's not going to, you're not going to lose it unless you remove it and heal yourself. You heal yourself by putting light on it. You heal yourself by letting go of it. It's not going to go away all at once, especially if it was something really traumatic. But ultimately, underneath all that is still the innocent, beautiful you. Let the light in. Let's all do that, huh? Have a great day. Happy holidays. Happy New Year to you guys. Be great. Bye-bye. Thank you for listening to The Douglas Robbins Show. To find out more about Douglas and his books, check out douglasrobbinsauthor.com.